0: Okay, everybody, let's take it from the top. To all who comes to this happy place, welcome.
1: Hi-ho, everybody. Welcome back to Disney Plus Us, the weekly version, where we're talking about exclusive shows on that there Disney Plus streaming service. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Griffith and L. Griffith D Pad, and with me is the wonderful, fantastic Mr. Mitch George. How are you doing?
0: So apart from Thanos snapping half the universe away, this is the most murder per minute we've seen in Marvel, right? No. No?
1: Because you forget that Rodin exists, Existed. And he killed a lot of people in about five minutes.
0: Yeah, but I think we've... Uh, okay. I guess there's some murder here we don't actually see on camera, Not so that's fair. Not to
1: mention that Captain America is just a war movie.
0: Uh, yeah... That's true. He does kick some people off of high ledges.
1: Or the montage of Captain Carter in What If. But yeah, there's a lot of murder here. A lot. A lot of, a lot of blood. We're talking about Moon Knight, folks. Episode three The Friendly Type. Um. And what's interesting is that the murder, not even the most interesting part of this week's episode, which we're going to get all the way into. But before we do, remember, full spoilers for the episode. This is a react. This is not the normal. We sit down, talk about the whole thing, review it, go through the plot. We're just here hanging out, having a good time, talking about this week's episode. So go watch the episode and come back and let us know what you thought of it. Also, remember that you can like and subscribe to the show and rate us on iTunes or Spotify. Uh, That really... Really helps us out. Rigmarole out, out of the way. Where do you want to start? Murder or politics? Because those are your two options this week.
0: No, I, I want to start with uh, what's up with this third personality? Oh, because we right all in. know it's there. It's, there's hints of it. Jake. I don't think all of that murder in the first episode was Mark. Uh, and I think there are a couple of scenes here where we see someone that is neither Mark nor Stephen.
1: Yeah, that's kind of what they're alluding to is that there is a third personality there.
0: Yeah, and there's a couple of scenes in this episode specifically. The one where we see, I'm just gonna call him Mark because we don't know the true identity of the third, uh, this potential third personality. Even though if you if you know the comics, then you probably know. But there's a scene where he's talking to the the street vendor, trying to find uh, Senfu's sarcophagus. Where the accent isn't quite Mark and it isn't quite Steven, as well as the scene when he's in the car with Layla and telling her all this stuff and kind of like letting her down, making her feel kind of terrible. It doesn't sound like Mark, even though we're led to believe it's Mark. So I think we might have already met the third personality. We just didn't know it.
1: I would love that. I love that. That was the twist that we're rolling with here. This episode was this episode was just a lot. Um yeah. This was one of those moments where I reconsidered of the, do I really need to keep waking up for midnight? Not because I didn't enjoy it, but because I was like, oh God, I need to take a second. Watching this
0: as, yeah, watching this as soon as I wake up, because East Coast, it's hard. Like I can't, I've only stayed up to 3 a.m. one time for a premiere of a Marvel show. And I think it was the finale for Falcon and Winter Soldier, which I'm kind of disappointed I did. That's
1: not the best one to stay up My body
0: wouldn't let me sleep. But in this case... Waking up and having to understand the intricacies of Egyptian God getting together to tribunalize slash judge. There's a lot of words that aren't real words to my ears that I had to try and like absorb. And it didn't work so well at 830 in the morning. Um, Thankfully, I usually watch these things twice before you and I get together. So now it makes a little more sense having watched it just after having eaten dinner. But even then, like, there's a lot of exposition here on the way the Egyptians got Egyptian gods interact with this whole like, are they inner, like, are they here? Are they just observing? What's up? Is it so, like, yeah. is it an eternal situation? Is it like, the what's big, going the on? The big and, things
1: we kind of got here is that the gods are still observing, exer- observing through these avatars. Which this whole avatar thing was really cool and it could open up a lot of interesting stuff.
0: Yeah, um, and I mean we we know we've seen a few of these gods in Marvel comics, uh specifically uh Hothor. I think uh we've also seen Horus, Osiris, and and uh Isis in uh comics, so it's kinda cool to see them showing up here, and we also know that uh the upcoming Thor Love and Thunder features a, a villain known as Gore the God Butcher. Mm-hmm. So maybe these gods aren't long for this world, who knows? This
1: whole scene this whole episode really opens up a lot Marvel wise because In Marvel, the way dread Gen things generally work is specific cities are very much associated with specific things. Yes, they are. Do you know what Cairo is associated with? And I'll give you a hint, it's not Moon Knight. Cairo is associated I, with a very specific villain.
0: Oh, um... is it ta- It's not Taskmaster, is it?
1: No, I'll give you a hint. It's an X-Men villain. Who, apocalypse? It's Apocalypse, who was also played by Oscar Isaac.
0: Well, yeah, let's not talk about that <laughs> version of Apocalypse. <laughs> no. I don't think any of this is setting up Apocalypse all, in the MCU.
1: Apocalypse is gets set up in Cairo. We also have the Zodiac key. There's so much, like... Tied to Cairo within Marvel. It's actually like kind of surprising of all the cities that, you know, like Marvel is very much comic book wise worldwide now. Um, you know, 80% of their heroes are still in New York, but we'll just ignore that fact a little bit. I'll
0: I mean, we can also talk. I mean, we could talk about the other city that a kid's name dropped that is very famous for Marvel lore, and that's Madripoor making a comeback in very subtle dialogue ways, but there's more happening there than meets the eye.
1: Yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there because I knew that I would forget if I didn't mention it at the top of the show. But yeah, this whole extra personality thing is really interesting. It was not what I was expecting when sitting down to watch this episode. I was kind of expecting going to this like a almost like Raiders of the Lost Ark kind of mark figuring out where the tomb is. And I was expecting that far more than, oh yeah, here's a possible third personality, a lot of murder. And um, Mark being hesitant
0: to let Mark pulling his punches. We see him pull his punches when he's fighting those street guys, right? Specifically, the kid he goes for, he goes in for the punch, and then open hand slaps him instead. Then inevitably, you know, lets him murder himself. But
1: yeah, and then we get also get like the back and forth between Mark and Stephen of Stephen like stopping him. It makes me wonder if this third personality is. One is another one that Mark and Stephen don't know about. And Stephen thinks it's Mark, and obviously Mark thinks it's Stephen.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm wondering how much of this Khonshu knows about as well, and is keeping from both Mark and Stephen, because we see in this episode Khonshu getting a little more comfortable with Stephen being around and, and interacting with him instead of just being like, put the idiot away, we need to do this. Um, but we actually had we
1: purpose, all... this episode of, like, do their mission which I really liked.
0: Well, it's also the first time we see one of the identities give up control willingly, and we don't get that, like, there isn't that jarring visual effect of, like, the collapsing waking up. It's just instantaneous mark to Steven. They're starting to cooperate, which is good to see. They also have, like, one of the funniest funniest
1: back and when, like, when Steven takes over and then just a thousand spears immediately (laughs) impale (laughs)
0: him but it it, that wasn't and but it's funny because like that wasn't willing so you see him take control the way we've seen in other episodes he becomes mr knight and immediately wants to give the body back because it hurts it's like nope nope i screwed up nope nope. (laughs) i'm I'm noping out of this situation you got this Mm
1: -hmm. i think i gotta i gotta give a i know i keep doing it but he just keeps being so amazing i gotta give another shout out to ethan hawk yeah like Arthur Harrow is quickly becoming one of the best villains in Marvel.
0: But also the gods are super dumb here. All they need they to be, all, Con- all Concho had to do would be like, he's got the scarab. Look through that doorway, and you can see them digging up a a tomb. Like it's not rocket science, but I I think that at least I think it was the Avatar for Osiris. I could be totally wrong, but he seems to have a very close relationship with Arthur Harrow. So it's maybe like there's more going on behind the scenes.
1: Yeah, I think, like, you know, we keep we kept hearing about this episode 4 twist. Which, uh, I have no idea what this episode 4 twist could be after this week.
0: Um, I have a theory.
1: We'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. I do want to hear okay. your theory. Um, right. But yeah, there's clearly someone on the inside with him. I think the biggest information we got here was frankly hathor um working with mark and i think we're going to get a little bit more of that throughout the season i really hope we do but the thing i love about this is that the gods are just inept that's always how it's been in marvel lore it's like the gods exist but they're jerks
0: they don't give a crap like the the zeus is a villain Ares was a villain well what's interesting too is looking at hathor and we know we're getting a, a deeper dive into like uh Greek gods, as well, with the upcoming Thor, Love, and Thunder, because you know Gore the God Butcher hates gods. Kill um, but the thing with Hawthor is, uh, it, it's another feline god who is like a direct uh relation to Bost, the the panther god from Black Panther. As well as uh, like I think a sibling of Khonshu as well, so like there, yeah. there's definitely ways that 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 could play out in the rest of this series. But I could also see maybe that carrying over into the cinematic universe with uh, into the film side of the cinematic universe. That is with uh, some subsequent Black Panther plot that involves more gods than just Bost.
1: Yeah, it's this god angle of the MCU is something that's really interesting. 'Cause it's just it's not something that frankly they played with too much in the comics. Like they had they had it enough, what with Thor, like Hercules even. And they really played a lot with Norse and Greek gods. And then everyone else is kinda there. I mean, there's the whole thing within X Men Canon that Storm was considered a god by her people. Yeah. I'm really fascinated though with like this what they're doing here. And they, they totally teased us with the Ennead at the beginning of the series. Yeah. Didn't think we were actually going to see the Ennead.
0: No, no. it's. It, I mean, I get that it's it's only a six-part series. So they, they do have to do a lot of things very quickly, but also, like, it doesn't feel like it was particularly earned. And I think it it's kind of played tongue-in-cheek between Mark and, and Conch as well of, like, oh, yeah, why don't we just call the other gods? Like, no, that'd be stupid. It's like, well, what do we do? It's like, I have a really stupid idea. And he just calls them together. So it's we're kind of playing into that. Thing. Exactly. We're just going to do stupid stuff. It happens there. It happens again at the end of the episode. And the visuals, my God, both yeah, the inside stars. the Pyramid of Giza, as well as that final scene with the, the stars. Whole Like, we we lambasted a little bit about the budget earlier in the series. But, like, there have been some shots that's like, okay, yeah, I see where your budget went now.
1: Yeah, I think we had mentioned, I think you in particular mentioned it, like, the graphics didn't look great here, probably because they were the, that budget was used for later episodes. It you nailed it. Like, <laughs> the graphics in this were fantastic, whether it was the possession of the avatars, shoot just existing, the suit being put on. I also love, by the way, that they just, like, screw it. Here's just a cutaway and he's in the suit now. Like, I think we're going to get I'm with that.
0: Honestly, we've seen the transformation. It doesn't look great. So I'm good with him just being in the suit.
1: But like then there was the the star scene, which was gorgeous.
0: Now, if you lived in the MCU, like, let's just say for for a second that you live on Earth one nine 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 nine, whatever it is, the, the designation for the MCU Earth. Would you be uber paranoid with everything knowing you've lived through the blip and now you see the stars in the sky all like going on a rewind? Or you, would you just kind of have desensitized yourself to be like, all right, all right, great. Gods are gods, and aliens and superheroes are doing some weird shit again.
1: I would totally be desensitized at this point. Like, I'm looking at this and they're like making a big deal out of this. And the only thought in my head right now is like, most of these people were dead for five years. Yeah, Like, these people have seen some shit. I don't think they're w- concerned about the stars in the sky.
0: <laughs> I do wonder, too, because we've seen in most post-Blip productions, at least these longer ones, that there's been some tieback to the Blip. So I wonder if maybe part of like the Blip plays into some character's storyline or something, and that, that'll come up later on in the series, because it seems to be... A running thing both with, with Hawkeye with Black Widow like the blip has been kind of well. front and center
1: because he because Moona is very isolated from the MCU yeah I mean we do yeah. have the thing of like Oscar Isaac's contract only goes through this series
0: yeah but I think that's him just being smart of well you know fool me once shame on you fool me twice shame on me fool me three times and I'm just no, you
1: this know was, this was a good acting he he went through this shit with Star Wars already. He knows what he's Star doing. Star Wars and
0: X-Men. <laughs> yeah. So, I totally get it. I I do hope we see more of Mark and we see more of Moon Knight in the MCU, but I I understand. If this is all we get, then I'm very happy with what we've gotten.
1: What do you, uh what do you think of the fight scene? Like I thought it was not really how cool it was, but we never really talked I... about it.
0: With like I liked all of the fight choreography here. the The rooftop chase was very reminiscent of things like Raiders of the Lost Ark, Aladdin, uh, National Treasure, even to an extent. There, and then the the later on fight scene with the horseback spear things and stuff. I'm like, all right, this is weird, but also uh, Moon Knight's a badass, and I'm all for this.
1: Yeah, I really liked this this fight scene, both just in the ways of it. Giving us a lot more in insight into like Mark as a as a person. Like this episode did went lengths to really humanize both Mark and Shu. Um, but the actual fight choreography itself was great. Like I loved him running at a guy running him down with a horse and his spear.
0: It's so weird, but also like it's just goofy I don't enough. Know if- I don't know if you've noticed this, but anytime Moon Knight runs in costume, it looks off.
1: The only time it did look off was, like, the one vault.
0: Yeah. And, like, the, the rooftop scene in the last episode, I think, was fine, too. But, like, him running towards Layla while... Um, what, what's his face? Uh, and Anton? Anton, I think. Yeah, nice. Anton. Um, is chasing... in. Like, towards him with the spear. It's like, no. It looked just uncanny valley enough. Where it's like, yeah, that shouldn't. It looks human enough that a human should not be running like that. And it looked just strange.
1: Yeah, I think the suits always look a little uncanny valley. Yeah. Um, and the only reason I, th- the reason I say it's more than anything is having seen now uh, the characters appearing in the Disney parks. Like. I love that these characters are there, and even more, I love that Moon Knight's the one on the roof and Mister Knight's the one on the street. Um, but they don't look great. No, they look really doofy, and Moon Knight looks really doofy sometimes. I don't even know if that's the right the a word. I'm gonna look myself. It's tongue. the word we're gonna use. I'm just thinking of doofenshmirtz right now. i <laughs> say doofy. Okay, uh, close enough. Yeah, off kilter, awkward. Awkward is a great way to describe it. It looks awkward. It,
0: it just looks off, yeah. But at
1: the same time it looks
0: great. There are shots where it looks great.
1: So like I, I will agree that. with you there. So you have a theory. Um, where I'll, do you think this is a, where do you think it's going to go from here?
0: Before we get to that, I just want to shout out the the actor that played Anton in this episode, Gaspar Uliel, who tragically passed away a couple months before Moon Knight premiered. Um I don't know if we'll see more of him in the series, so I do just want to call out that I thought he for what he was given and the the role he had to play in this episode. It was pretty good. He seemed pretty in, into like the combat side of things, too, which is cool. Uh, and it's unfortunate that he is no longer with us.
1: Yeah, it, it, it is sad. I also don't yeah. think that character is coming back.
0: I mean, the so there is a comic book tie in for that character. So it'd be interesting to see if they're is something later on in the series, but we'll, we'll see if it's bad or if it's just kind of an Easter egg. Either way, theory, theory time. It's theory time. I think that the third identity that neither Mark nor Steven seem aware of ends up getting them institutionalized. And we have an episode where they're like heavily medicated, not knowing what's happening. Is it real? Is it all fake? Something like, Really questioning everything we've seen thus far in the series, because uh, there is there is one shot in the end credit uh, like uh, photo sequence thing uh, before the scrolling credits that does look like a hospital or some sort of institution. So I do think that without Mark or Steven, I I, th- I really hope Stephen is in the driver's seat for that episode when we do get there and they're institutionalized, because I just I think it's going to be really interesting to see kind of how that plays out, and I think harrow will have a hand in getting them put there just to keep them out of the way while he's continuing to try and resurrect amit
1: yeah i think that obviously harrow's gonna have to play a part of this because big bad but also that is totally the play he would make when he realizes like oh i finally got rid of you you don't have the power of country oh you're still coming after me okay i'm just gonna use literally everything else that seems right (laughs) that makes sense
0: yeah, so I'm curious to see if that's where we end up uh, within the next episode or two.
1: Yeah, I think it, I think it, you know how like, we always get the cliffhanger at the end? and It's this week, this week, it was less of a cliffhanger and more of a, hey, here's a solid two minutes of wrapping up this part of the story. Yeah. Um. I think that's what we're going to get of like, something's going to happen. And he's going to wake up in a hospital.
0: Yeah. It's, it just feels like it's going that way. Plus, they've teased it with the credits that it, it's going to happen. I think it'll be the way we we end an episode and start the next. And there aren't that many episodes left. So unless it's like episode five into six, which would be weird for a finale, uh, I think next week we end up in a in an institution of some sort.
1: Yeah, either way, regardless of how this goes, I can't wait to see it. Like, this the show is doing just top notch.
0: Yep. Absolutely, it's it's been a fun fun watch the last few weeks, and I'm excited to see where it ends up.
1: Yeah, we will get there though. That's going to be next week. This feels like a good place as any to wrap it. Unless you got anything else you want to mention?
0: No, I'm excited. I'm excited to keep doing this. I'm excited for this to end. For us to talk Doctor Strange two, for all the other cool stuff that's coming through the pipeline. We're going to have Kenobi and Ms Marvel kind of going at the same time, with one on Wednesday, one on Friday. So that'll be fun. Uh, there's so much good stuff coming for for us disney fans that uh we are excited to talk all about and we're excited to uh have y'all along for the ride to talk about it too
1: yeah keep an eye out for our other content as well by the way um we just put up an episode all about the sword in the stone which is a movie with no plot
0: It was nope. A, nope. it was a
1: fun episode
0: it's a short one because there isn't a lot to talk about because that movie's like an hour and 10 minutes long
1: i think we spend most of the episode just making fun of it for not having a plot you're um,
0: not wrong we're just assholes
1: but go check out that episode and check out next week's episode when that drops as well uh we are around you can find us all on socials mitch what are the socials
0: Griffin at Griffy D-Pad, that's G-R-I-F-F-I-D-P-A-D. I -I I am everywhere at Mr. Mitch George. That is M-R-Mitch George. And the show can be found in all the places at D plus us.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Uh, We have so much fun recording this every week. It's also just fun to hang out and just talk about these great shows. If there's something you want to hear about, let us know. If you want to join us, let us know. This is just fun.
0: It's a good time to be a Marvel fan.
1: It really is. Uh, We will see you all next week. But until then, have a magical day.